Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am the host, the Honey Badger, here to give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business. Today we are live streaming on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook Live. And one of the things that I really want to go over is the blah, blah, blah I've been getting. Now, there is a lot of news to cover before the new year gets started. And one of the things I really want to touch base on is this false sense of weight that's going on in the industry. This is not just on the dealership or the manufacturer end, but on the customer and consumer end as well. And what I mean by this is I just got off the phone with a customer this evening that I had a great 45-minute conversation with. He lives in the Sacramento, uh, San Francisco Bay Area. I'm in Pahrump, Nevada, which is 56 miles away from Las Vegas, at least the Las Vegas Strip. And the conversation went something like this. The conversation went, well, I'm scared that if I don't wait six months to buy a toy hauler, if I buy today or tomorrow or in January, that I'm going to overpay because the market's going to completely crash. The market crashed last year. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest falsity in the world is the RV business crashed in 2022. The car business did not. The car business is crashing now. It's the first time in the history of the industries where the car business is crashing after the RV business already did. And the problem is, is you have a 60-day window right now. Now, that doesn't mean go run and buy an RV. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is if you have the money, you have the credit, you have the ability, okay, then the biggest thing that you should do is buy now. Not if you're struggling to put food on the table. Not if you're insecure about your job. Those are different stories. I'm talking about you have the ability to buy now. You should buy now. Because what's going to happen over the next 60 days is dealerships are going to clear inventory. For example, today on a 2023 front living room fifth wheel, I lost $16,000 to sell that vehicle. That's right. You heard that correct. I lost $16,000 selling a 2023 brand new fifth wheel. Why? Because it had been stock in a while. It was just time. Why? Why would you not just break even? Because breaking even isn't going to get it done in this buyer's market. I'm going to have to lose money. Most dealerships across the United States and especially in Canada are losing money daily to sell their inventory. Now, that all being said, that window of opportunity is not going to stay open for the next year or two. So if you didn't buy in 2023 and you don't buy by February of 2024, 
you're more than likely going to pay more than everybody else that already bought. Why? Because dealerships are eventually going to have to make a profit. They can't sit in Loserville forever. They cannot sit back and wonder. They can't sit back and lose money and keep their doors open. So there's the opportunity. I know. It sucks. But this winter, the January shows in Seattle, Salt Lake City, Utah, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Denver, Colorado, Portland, Oregon. These are important shows in which if you're not going to make a purchase, you will pay more. Now, is there something wrong with paying more? No. There's nothing wrong with paying more money if you're not ready. The used inventory is not low. The used inventory has skyrocketed. I just saw that comment from Kevin. Kevin, the, the, the amount of delinquencies has already skyrocketed. The auctions are full of cars, full of RVs, full of motorcycles, full of boats. It's just a natural thing that was going to happen. Especially with trucks. My God, diesel trucks? That's insanity. If you pay 25, 30 grand over sticker, you are 70, 75 grand buried in that truck right now after sales tax, after interest. It's just the banks haven't gotten desperate enough to sell the stuff where it needs to be sold so that way the market is corrected. That's going to take another year or two. But let me tell you, dealers have made sure that the new market is corrected. Period. In a report. <clears throat> so just keep this in mind when you're talking about or li or listening to YouTubers and supposed industry experts that are telling you that everything's going to crash in 2024. I call bullshit. The economy is not going to go into a depression in 2024. There's too much money. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't people struggling. There's a lot of people that are struggling to keep their light bill on. There's a lot of people that are trying to make decisions between paying their mortgage or their rent and making their car payment. But FYI, folks... That's been going on for a hundred years. We all go through waves. We all go through roller coasters. I personally have been homeless. I personally have lived in the back of a car in a Walmart parking lot. I have personally, over a three-year period, ate one meal a day because I couldn't afford any more than that. But you don't hear me whining. You don't hear me complaining. 2023s don't have an incentive. They are being sold back of invoice. On an average between 10 and 25% back of invoice. 
depending on the model, depending on the make. There's no incentives. Manufacturers of RVs don't give anything. They're greedy little suckers. And they're not greedy. It's not the type of greedy where it's like, nanny, 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 I'm going to make more money on you. No. It's more like it's a competitiveness of who can give away the less, least amount of money. That's what it is. And they're all like that. Airstream, Winnebago, they're all like that. Newmar, Tiffin, what can we not give away? And they brag about it. That's the real truth about how RV manufacturing works. They don't give the dealers any breaks. They don't give any rebates. They don't give any discounts. That's why the dealerships are losing their ass right now. If you don't think so, wait until you see Camping World stock in February. When they release their fourth quarter earnings, their stock is going to go down and crash. It's going to crumble for a while. It'll come back. Camping World stock will come back, but it's going to take a major, major step backward. Why? Because, again, you can't sit there, even as big as they are, even as humongous as they are. You can't lose money forever. Now, if your local dealer is a freaking idiot and not selling their 2023's back of invoice, they'll be out of business very shortly. But I got off the phone with a buddy of mine named Jeremy a few weeks ago. He's out in, I think, Louisiana. The two locations that he's a part of have lost a combined $600,000 in the last three months selling RVs. And they're a little bitty mom and pop shop. And the many Bob and mom and pop shop owners are just pouring money. But they're only going to do it for so long. Buzz, I see tons of RVs on the road. Huge amounts out here out west. I drove from Pahrump, Nevada to Klamath Falls area, Oregon. And everywhere I went, it was like every half mile, there's three to five RVs on the road. They're out there, guys. It's just people in general are, are afraid that they're going to lose out on more discounts later on down the road. There's no discounts from the factory. To be honest, if a dealership goes out of business, they just shrug their shoulders. They don't care. It's not like the car industry. It's nowhere near like the car industry. Do you really think that Pete Legal or Bob Martin, the two presidents of the two largest RV corporations, do you think they give a flying screwball shit about any dealership? No, they don't. They only care about the, the dealers that continue to buy product from them. That's all they care about. They don't care if somebody goes out of business. Let's be real. Jayco doesn't care. Winnebago doesn't care. None of them care about the dealer. They care about the customer. Because if the customer stops buying their product, they'll go out of business. Along with the dealer. So they care about you. 
They don't give a rat's ass about me, the dealer. Let's be real about it. Well, I don't think all vehicles will go electric anytime soon. But when they do, the industry will adapt. That's a great question, Buzz. What The question was, folks, what happens when all vehicles are electric? That's a great question. And the answer to that question is the industry will adapt. Right now, you're 75 years away from that being a real reality. It will not happen in my lifetime. It will happen in either my daughter's or my grandchildren's lifetime. But it will not happen in my lifetime. I'm going to be 40 this year. It will not happen while I'm living. Will the market share and the expansion of electric vehicles occur in my lifetime? Absolutely. I would predict electric vehicles in general will probably be... 40% of the households in the world by the time I'm 75, 80 years old. But full electric, no petroleum, no gasoline, no diesel. Years, decades, maybe even a century away. There's no infrastructure for it, number one. And number two, they don't know how to make the battery last. There's too many problems with the battery systems. Listen to Elon Musk. Elon Musk will tell you everything about electric vehicles. He's the king of electric vehicles. And even he says it's not a it, it's not feasible. He he predicted it'll be 10% of the market in 2035. Right? Thank you for the share by the way. Whoever shared that, thank you. So my my the reality of the world is is they'll come up with electric motorhomes before they come up with electric vehicles for an entire industry. Now, what I will say is some manufacturers and brands that give a crap, and I'll give you an example. There's a man named Doug Lance. Doug is an amazing general manager of an of a old-time brand called Viking. And Doug probably has the most foresight. You'd never know it talking to the man. But him and a guy named Red have the two most foresighted gentlemen in the world. They already thought ahead two years ago about electric vehicles. So they actually modeled five travel trailers that target the electric SUV market. They target the smaller SUV in general market, but for the most part, it's electric. When you looked at Red, so Red and Doug came up with, I used to work for them, so they came up for uh, with a, a pamphlet, and in the presentation to dealers, the very first thing on the first page of the dealers was a Tesla SUV, was the first thought of a target. Now, while it probably only represents probably 15-20% of Viking and Clipper travel trailer sales across the nation, it still, it still is a huge step forward to compare to everybody else. Most other brands out there maybe build one. At that time, and still today, Coachman, Clipper, and Viking travel trailers has five 
regular travel trailers that can be towed by an electric SUV. And Red and Doug have changed huge amounts of things back-to-back years. They're one of the only brands out there that made changes back-to-back years to keep everything fresh and going for the 2024 year. So there, there are innovators out there, okay? There are people out there that are innovative and and think ahead to the future. And th- those are just two examples right there. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, Doug also runs uh, another plant, which does the tent trailers, teardrops, and now we call it the, 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 the rook or the cook or the crook trailer. It's a little, little sleeper trailer with an outside, big outside kitchen. It's mostly like a camper shell with an area to sleep, an area to cook, no bathroom or anything. But again, something that they've devised and brought together uh, that is targeting the small SUV thing. And, and you're talking about price points under $20,000. In some cases, they're a little more. I think the biggest teardrop probably range, ranges twenty-two to twenty-five grand. But for the most part, all the smaller stuff is in the mid to upper teens. You know, 15.9, 16.9, 19.9. And this is the SUV uh, stuff. Now, the teardrop is a different, just to give you an idea, Buzz, the teardrop is a different animal. It's not your traditional teardrop. If you actually go to CoachmanRV.com and you look up uh, the Coachman Clipper under camping trailers, it, it's called the 9.0 and 12.0. And you'll see, like, it's not the traditional one that you're thinking about. It's off-road. It's got uh, some features to it that separate it from like the tabs and things like that. Okay. So these are just things that that we all need to think that that everybody needs to think about when they're holding off on things, right? Um, it, it's just like when we're holding off our life for a stupid election. You know, I had this conversation with. Um, you're welcome, Buzz. I had a conversation. Pardon me. With a, a few snowbird Canadians today, we're finally seeing some snowbirds here in southern Nevada. Great sign, awesome opportunities there. Um, they were from Manitoba, and and just the conversation I had with them was refreshing because it's two people that have been around and been through liberal and conservative governments, and in all reality, they could care less who's in office as long as it's not affecting their pocketbook too bad. And once their pocketbook gets affected, then instead of complaining about it all the time and bitching on the internet, they're just going to go out and vote. And they're going to do the best they can to keep living the life they want to live. There is in line the problem with our country here in the United States. We're all worried about MAGA Republicans dominating the news. We're all worried about right-wing militia moron podcasters. We're all worried about fairy little liberals that don't want to... You know, they're offended by everything somebody says. We're all worried about two freaking sides of a coin that don't matter. Let's face it. If Joe Biden does not come down and make my life worse, he makes it tougher because of food prices and inflation, but Trump made it harder because Trump's stupid tax laws absolutely 
just ripped me off one year. So every president of the United States, every politician, I don't care who they are, they're after one of three things, money, power, or attention. And in some cases, it's a combination of all three. They could care less about you and me. So why in the hell are we putting our lives on hold, worried about some election coming up? No, seriously. Like, is life all of a sudden going to change the day after the election if your candidate wins? No. Nothing changes. Let's be real. The day after uh, uh, something is decided in an election, it's not like we can use to be the fairy godmother and go, bippity, boppity, boo, it's changed. Oh, we'll reopen the P Keystone Pipeline XL. Great. We'll have a brief reprieve in gasoline prices. And the Saudis are going to get pissed again and decide to cut more production. And then that gas price is going to score right through the roof again. Oh, we figured out the trucking industry and we got we negotiated a deal and now prices on goods went down 10 cents. It takes years. It takes decades for real change. And if you're going to put your life on hold for the next four to five years to wait to see who the next president of the United States is and what they may or may not be able to do. All that's going to happen is you're going to get more wrinkles in your face. A little heavier. And I, I, I can relate with that second half. I don't get as many wrinkles, but I sure gain weight. And that's it. You wasted your life away watching freaking Fox News or CNN or MSNBC worrying about shit we can't control. You know what's funny? I don't make any money doing this and talking about this. I don't. Let's just stop putting our lives on hold. I'll give you a great example of it. I got a good friend of mine. He's he's been a friend of mine since I was probably six, seven years old. And one of the beautiful things about him is he has all these goals and all these dreams. So he wanted to start a YouTube channel last year. And now he's told me, he well, I didn't want to do it because I didn't know how the economy was going to be. And then, and that's very true, Buzz. Um... And then, you know, he, he came up with it this year and told me, well, maybe I shouldn't do it. He's a comedian. He's hilarious. But he is so scared because he's going to get canceled if he starts a YouTube channel and offends somebody. Dude, it's comedy. If somebody's offended by comedy, they need not go to a comedy club. They need not listen to a comedian on any platform or any network a comedian's job if he's good is to offend you and make you laugh being offending you not offensive in a mad way but just just kind of like hey man you know the world sucks let's get over it i have one of my one of my employees 
I've been telling him for four months he should start some kind of TikTok channel or YouTube channel because he's, dude, he's a detail mastermind. He turned, my car looked like absolute dog shit. I have been living in and out of it. I have been moving in and out of trailers on the lot. I mean, it, it was a disaster zone. And he made it look like it was brand freaking new. And he didn't do it with some special powder or special cleaner. I'm like, brother, you need to get a channel going. You need to get something going for yourself. You could, even if you only made three or four hundred extra dollars a month. Wouldn't it be worth it? To have an extra, I'm like, wouldn't an extra three or four hundred dollars a month, wouldn't that kind of change your life a little bit? And he goes, yeah. Then why not just take your cell phone and film yourself cleaning all these cars and all these RVs? He's a freaking genius. Won't do it. Too worried. I have another friend of mine that, God help him, I love him but scared of every little thing. No, no, I'm not going to do a thing unless Donald Trump gets reelected. Really? Donald Trump doesn't stand a chance to get elected. They won't let it happen. You could scream and yell at me on this all you want. He ain't going to get elected in November. Get over it. Now, if it was a Ron DeSantis or uh, or another another candidate that knows how to keep their freaking mouth shut at the right time, yeah, they got they'll they'll smoke Biden. But if it's Biden and Trump, Biden's getting reelected, folks. Are you gonna put your life on hold for another four years or for however long they're gonna have Kamala Harris and Biden in office? No, you shouldn't. Does it mean it's gonna be a great life? No, it's gonna be tough. But it's been tough all our lives, guys. Think about it. The middle class in the United States, the middle class in Canada, has struggled for 20 years. Since the dot-com burst. Since the dot-com bubble. Period and report. The middle class has struggled. And it only got worse in 08-09. And the United States department since 1988 you've had Republican then you had Democrat then you had Republican then you had Democrat then you had Republican then you had Democrat we have had alternating presidential political parties in office in the presidential White House since after Ronald Reagan left office I'm not a new. I'm in an RV, yeah. I'm in a Sundance travel trailer. It's a 2021. It's actually really nice. It's only like a 24-footer. Got a little slide to it. Well, I took it in trade and I moved into it because I was, I was sick of moving into fifth wheels that are really nice and comfortable and then we just sell it two days after I'm fully moved in. It's crazy. So it could become a running joke amongst... Uh, it's become a running joke amongst the entire company I work for. Like, 
Just send just send the honey badger a fifth wheel from that you want to sell. He'll move into it, and two days later, he'll sell. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much how it went, and how it's been going for me. Oh, let's see how much battery I have on the camera. Okay, I got some battery on there. So anyway, my 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 long story short about it, guys, is 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 political parties come into power and they leave power. If we're going to worry about which political party is in power and we're not going to live our lives. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna accomplish nothing. You're gonna be a, a zombie drone for your rest of your life. If you're gonna listen to right wing, uh, uh, how do I put this? Right wing militia, knucklehead, nuthead podcasts. Hey, you're a zombie. If you're listening to listening to left wing liberal knuckleheads podcasts, you've become a zombie. If you really believe what all these guys repeat every day, you're a zombie. Let's be real. A lot of you don't want to hear that. That's why people leave the chat all the time. That's why people leave my podcast all the time. Why? Because they don't want to hear the truth. Because the real truth doesn't get you excited. <clears throat> it doesn't pull on your anger strings. It doesn't pull on your political string. Because the truth, in all reality, no one wants to hear it because it's not sexy. And that's the bottom line. Mountain climbing, fishing, boating. Have you ever wondered, when you go pack a cooler, and you pack up your camping gear, even if you're a tent camper, you don't have to be an RV or like me. Let's say you tent camp, or, or you're an overland type of person where you sleep in the back of a Jeep with a cool little setup, right? Do you ever wonder who's a, who, if what Joe Biden's doing that day? Do you ever care or wonder what Donald Trump has done for the day? No. You're out for three, four days in the middle of the forest, out on the beach, in the middle of the desert, doing stuff that makes you happy. If only we could keep that feeling every day of our lives. It's hard. I can't even do it. But I try to. And I try to because the number one killer of human beings is stress. And the number one thing that every political party and every politician and every president of the United States and every senator and house of representatives person does, they just add stress. Because stress makes them money. So go out and have a good time. You want to go take your spouse out for a Denny's breakfast in the morning just because you feel like it? Go for it. You want to pack up a car and go to Bryce Canyon or Zion for two days because you can? Go. Don't let some asshole sitting in a big huge house in a crappy chair let your life be determined by that person. Don't do it. The worst thing that could ever happen to you. The worst thing that can happen to anybody. 
is to become a couch potato zombie in front of uh, sensational uh, media networks and podcasters. You know which ones are the worst? The worst podcasters that I just, I can't stand. Yet, you can't get away from them. Is fresh and fit. And whatever. Brian is an idiot. The guy who runs the whatever podcast is an absolute freaking moron. Fresh and fit. Myron needs to go back to his 10-year-old self and find out what happened to make him such a dick. The way these men tell you that you're supposed to be to get a high-value woman and to tell you what a high-value woman was, most of these podcasters wouldn't know their ass from a hole in the ground when it came to a high-value woman. Most of these men are scared they're going broke, so they're getting more and more sensational. It's crazy. We can't just have a normal conversation about anything anymore. I, I experience this in the RV business every day. I had a, a lady walk in to the office, told me, hey, I'm looking for a motorhome at a fair price. Oh, cool. What do you consider a fair price? A fair price. So is a fair price $10,000, $100,000? A fair price. Apparently we have a communication problem here. <laughs> Oh, it's just nutty how this all works. Anyway. Oh, I'm over time today. Anyway, I'll see you guys next time. Darn it.